Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. One rental at a time. It is Saturday, September 17th, and I just realized we haven't updated this in a while. So I'm not sure where we're at, 37,000 and something. Do me a favor, like, subscribe, comment. We will update that tomorrow. What I got for you today is the Saturday Daily Financial News. We will do this, and then at 8 o'clock, I will do 60 minutes of your questions, my answers, and then at 9 a.m., I am so excited, so ecstatic to bring on Bob Langworthy from Maine Bean Counters to talk about seller financing, talk about maybe cost segregation, talk about real estate professionals. A lot of you have questions about I'm a real estate investor. I want to do this. I want to do that. But who can help me? What are, what are the things to consider? So we're going to bring on Bob Langworthy. The invites are in the private Facebook group. They are on Teachable. If you got the course in the last 48 hours, I also sent it to you directly. This, again, is your opportunity to ask a CPA that I trust to ask the CPA of the Lumberjack Landlord what to go on. And oh, by the way, uh, Matt told me the other day uh, that uh, we're going to get Bob for 90 minutes for le- that's less. My course is less than Bob charges for 90 minutes. So, Bob, if you're watching, thank you for giving us time on Saturday. I greatly appreciate it. A lot of stuff going on today. I'm going to start right down here at the bottom of the screen, which I just realized you can't see right there. It says Ken McElroy. Ken McElroy uh, put out a video yesterday. Uh, about his housing predictions for 2023. Uh, I think he did a wonderful job. First and foremost, right in the early part of the video, he admits that he does not buy single family rentals, right? He watches it, he looks at it, but he is the man, myth, the legend, because he is an apartment or multifamily investor. During that video, which I thought was very well done, uh, he talked about his expectations for the Fed. And I actually want to say with 100% certainty, I agree with Ken. What Ken is calling for is on the aggressive side, which if you watch my channel, you know that I want to push, prod, get the Fed to step up to get this pain behind us. So what he is calling for, Ken McElroy and I, is 75 basis points next week. 75 basis points on November 1st, I believe, and 50 on, I think it's December 13th. Don't quote me on that, sometime mid-September. So what does that mean? That means we are going up 200 basis points. We are nearly, nearly doubling. If the Fed is on this aggressive tax, we will take what's called the terminal rate for the year to 4.25 to four and a half percent. And I believe Ken is calling for at least one, if not two raises next year. Why is that important? Well, we have learned that the housing market stops at 6%. 
6% 30-year money. We are already there and we are going higher. It will be very interesting to see what happens next week. I believe there is a chance that the Fed gets really aggressive. You know that my call is for 75, but there is a chance that the Fed goes full 100. I want them to go full 100. I just don't expect them to, if that makes sense. So again, these are things that are important, right? The end of the year is around the corner and we could have a funds rate over 4%. If the funds rate is over 4%, what is the 10 year? Five and a half, five, seven, five. What's 30 year? Could we see seven and a half? I don't know. And then the question that you and I have to ask is when do people just buy treasury bills? People have left money in savings accounts, maybe some money markets because there wasn't really an option. But if you are somebody who has cash, at what rate do you buy a treasury? So I want to ask you right now, please interact with me. Leave a number below. When do you go buy, let's say, a two-year treasury? Is it 4%? Is it 5%? Is it 6 7 or 8 So I want to hear from my audience. At what rate would you buy a two-year treasury? I'm just curious. The reason I bring this up is I read an article about Jim Cramer. Jim Cramer, the ultimate stock bull. He actually, in his personal account, bought some t- two-year treasuries. I think it was Thursday. It might have been Wednesday. So I have never been in a position to buy treasuries. In the beginning, I had no money. When I was growing real estate, I was buying real estate with much, much higher yield. Now, not as aggressive, got a little bit of money. Do I buy treasuries? So I want to hear from you. Do you buy treasuries? So let's talk about the eight housing markets or eight housing counties that are most at risk and unfortunately, Fresno, California, my market, made the list. This makes sense because if you follow my channel, about six weeks ago, I brought up the affordability for Fresno, and it is tanking, 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 and I suspect getting worse and worse and worse. It is tough to be a first-time homebuyer in Fresno. This is a, the market is fully valued, if not then some. So again, my market that I look at every day is on this list. So here are the eight. Uh, Kings County, New York, Brooklyn, Richmond, New York, Staten Island, Philadelphia, Philly, Camden, Philly, Cook and Kane. These are in Illinois, Chicago, Lake County. uh, I guess that's in Indiana, but it's right on the cusp of Chicago. Solano County, Sacramento. Hey, Matt, the mortgage guy. That's you, buddy. And Fresno, Madeira, my two cities where I've been fishing for 22 years, is on the list. This is from Business Insider this morning. And uh, I can only tell you about my market. I have no idea about the other seven. I think they're right. I think my market is unaffordable. I gave you that warning about six weeks ago. Let's remember this. Just because it's unaffordable doesn't mean there's no deals. You have to do the work. You have to get creative. You have to find the motivated seller. Don't pay list price. Get closing costs. 
get rate buy downs. There are deals to be made, but they take work. It's not easy. The lumberjack makes it so easy. He's got like four deals this year or six deals or eight deals or whatever it is. It takes work for us mere mortals. Consumer sentiment. I knew this was going to happen. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. So, folks, we had consumer sentiment come out yesterday. It was higher than expected. And it's higher than expected for the exact reason I guessed. But when you step back as a numbers guy, you have to laugh. Let me explain. We saw a large drop in gasoline prices, I think, the last 80 days. Remember remember four months ago, we were all taking pictures of the gas pump and saying, hey, I did that. Remember? Well, we haven't done that in a while. And we can talk about all the million barrels and all of this stuff. But here is why it's predictable. Folks, the reason I study the consumer as economist is because you all are predictable. When you watch the current, you can predict where the fish are going. So here we go. This is why I could predict it and why it makes my brain hurt at the same time. Ready? Here we go. Do you know inside of your monthly budget, according to uh, consumer spending, gasoline makes up 33%, or I'm sorry, 33%. I forgot the decimal. 3.3%. So congratulations. 3.3% went down 10% according to CPI. And that one factor, one factor made consumers feel better. They stopped looking at the gas pump going, oh my God, it's X amount. But this is why my brain hurts. 34% of your budget is housing. It is up by a record amount. And as you know, underreported. Brain hurts. 12, food, food, like the stuff you put in your mouth is up 12% the highest since 1979. And if you're an economist and you are comparing inflation numbers today to the 70s, that is not good. That's bad. And then finally, healthcare. That is a ugly eight. It kind of looks like a zero, but it's an eight. Healthcare is up 8%. So again, everything across your family budget is up, many of them by record amounts. But because the gas pump, or 3.3% of your spending is down, y'all feel better. This is a game that is being played by the powerful people to make you feel better. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it, please. It, it is a real, real problem out there. Stanley Druckenmiller. Stanley Druckenmiller is probably someone you haven't heard of. If you are under 40, you probably haven't heard of him. Stanley Druckenmiller uh, is a legendary investor, produced like 30% returns for like 20 years or something. He is very good at what he does. Stanley Druckenmiller came out and said there is a high probability that the stock market will be flat, flat for a decade, much like the years 1966 to 1982. 
That should send chills down your spine. And, oh, by the way, if you watch this channel, you know we give you the 52-year spreadsheet. And I have been talking about a flat decade for quite a while now. So, Stanley, thank you for watching the channel. Of course, I joke, but we have been talking about a flat decade, much like the 70s, for quite a while. Did you know, this is kind of a did you know fact, that one-third, almost one-third, 32% of all housing transactions in July were cash? Yeah, one-third. So one-third of buyers, roughly, don't give a rat's ass about interest rates. Did you know that Palm Beach, Florida, Palm Beach, Florida, 56% of homes cash. Jacksonville, 46% of transactions cash. 43% for Fort Lauderdale cash. It is interesting to watch people maybe sell their California and New York homes, move to Florida cash. Right? There's a lot of equity in housing today, frankly, record amounts. But again, it is very interesting to watch as rates go higher, as affordability comes down, as transactions fall, how many buyers out there write a check to buy a home? It's crazy to think about. Fed funds rate going to 5%. I want to ask the question one more time. If you haven't participated with me, I want to hear from you. At what rate do you buy a two-year treasury? Is it 4%, 5%? Six, seven, eight. You pick the number. I want to hear from you. I am considering for the first time in my life buying a one or two year treasury, 50 to 100 grand. Just I've been getting nothing on it in the various bank accounts or money markets. At what rate will I buy a treasury? It's very, very interesting to think about and something I honestly never thought I would do. So let's talk about next week. We got a big week for earnings, right? We had FedEx, I think it was Thursday night, Thursday, yeah, Thursday, I don't know, evening, whatever, came out with their um, pre-announcement of horrible numbers. We could, have, we could start to have pre-announcements next week of companies that release later, but here's the uh, stocks to watch. Monday, AutoZone. AutoZone was one of those <coughs> pandemic darlings. Is the shine coming off? NVIDIA. Man, the chip stock's getting hammered. Wednesday's a big day. General Mills, Salesforce, but most importantly for me, Lennar and KB Homes. KB Homes, to me, my opinion, they they may not like this, but whatever. KB Homes is definitely the first time home buyer home. <coughs> Excuse me. What is going on? Lennar, Lennar's the move-up buyer, right? And Toll Brothers, just to finish it, is luxury. That's kind of how I see it, generically speaking. So KB Homes will tell us about the first-time home buyers. Lennar will tell us about the move-up buyers. My guess, KB Home does okay. Lennar, ouch. But we'll see next week. Not financial advice. Thursday, we get Costco, FedEx, and Qualcomm. So again. A lot going on. And of course, 
the Fed funds decision on the 21st. I think that's Wednesday. I think, again, I'm going to hope for, pray for, prod that they do 100. But I'm going to call 75 because I think that's what they're going to do. I don't think, like Ken, I think they're going to go 75, 75, 50. I think we get to the end of the year and the Fed funds rate is four or four and a quarter. So they got a lot to go and only three meetings left. So it's going to be very interesting. A couple other things I noted. Argentina. Argentina hike rates to 75%. No, folks, not 7.5, 75%. Their inflation is running at 100%. Folks, that is hyperinflation. That is bad, bad, bad. Watched a couple of Grant Cardone videos yesterday. Uh, He talked about 2022 this year being the biggest rental boom ever in American history. Basically, the story is rates go up, housing is unaffordable, people become renters. I get the logic. I think a lot of rental demand has already happened. At some point, renters can't pay anymore. I feel horrible, right? Just the rental rates are consuming more and more and more. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, What else do we got? So many other things. Last thing I'll talk about is Larry Summers. Larry Summers is being paraded around TV a lot. He believes that the Fed will get their Fed funds rate to 5% next year. 5%. So here we go, folks. We're going to congratulate some of our audience members. Do me a favor. And uh, congratulate them as well. I just noticed we have 200 amazing people watching live. Hi. But only 37 angel wings have been granted. Do me a favor. Hit that thumbs up. Give some uh, angels their wings. Keto. The man's from Billings, Montana. You're getting two cards. Congratulations on your two seller financed triplexes. Congratulations, Keto. You are just keep killing it in Billings, Montana. Matt and Jess, congratulations for getting your deal done. If I remember correctly, that's deal number three. And Timor, yeah, Timor, congratulations for getting your car. I believe, I believe this is your, this is your, at least your second card that I'm sending you. So again, folks, let's congratulate everybody for doing the work. I know lots of you are doing the work like me, writing offers, looking at deals, talking to agents. If the deal doesn't make sense, Just keep grinding, keep moving forward, keep doing the work. And then lastly, G, congratulations for signing up for the course and getting your free t-shirt. There is a Easter egg on my website that gets you the black shirt that says, uh, I use inflation to get rich, ask me how. So G, your shirt's coming. In fairness, it won't be mailed till Monday. I'm not going to the post office today. So folks, take care. Remember, live Q&A in about 10 minutes. And then get ready to understand seller financing. Get ready to ask a CPA questions because we are going to help you be better. We are going to help you understand how to use the tax code, how to talk to sellers about depreciation recapture, installment loans, all of this stuff brought to you here by one rental at a time. And again, if you are not a student or you can't make it, don't worry. I will post the entire video tomorrow on this channel at 9 a.m. We are not hiding anything. We are not putting stuff behind some firewall that you have to, you know, whatever. 
It goes to my students. We ask the questions and then we give it to the YouTube universe. So you will have it tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Pacific. Take care. Have an amazing weekend. Bye.